Good morning, and welcome to the Disconnect Podcast. We are your bi-monthly source for news across gaming, live streaming, and society headlines. Here, we aim to spark conversation. Now, you can find the Disconnect Podcast across multiple platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Red Circle. I am your host, Simply Marv, and I'm joined today by my two wonderful co-hosts, Miss Funsize and Captain Trips. Go ahead and say what's up to the people. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Fun. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Trips. How we feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. How y'all feeling? That's the better question. It was 82 degrees on Thursday. It was 70 degrees yesterday. Last night, it was 30 degrees. I'm cold. Somebody (laughs) bring the summer. Please. Please Please. bring the summer. Are you ready for that, Miss Fun Size? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Texas heat. You know what? I... Being from Chicago, everybody keeps talking about, you know, it's cold. This is not cold, y'all. This, you, listen here. You cannot wear a um, sweatsuit in, in Chicago right now. It's normally like five to, to ten feet of snow and all the ice and the wind ripping off your skin. You, it's This ain't cold. This is good. This is, I've been walking outside with my Crocs on. I'm like, okay, this is nice. <laughs> oh, okay. So you like them folks. Yeah. it's This weather is beautiful to me. And I'm definitely ready for the summer. And... Because, like, the, the heat doesn't really bother me. Mm. I'm always in the house anyway, so mm-hmm. I really do enjoy, like, just being out in the sun and getting that, you know, that vitamin D and everything, you know. You know what? I'm not going to disrespect your experience whatsoever. Basically living in Canada all your life. Not um, Canada. Not that, Canada. Y'all are, y'all are pretty Dang. much Canada. Anything uh, at the top end of this country is Canada. Um. You know what's so <laughs> funny, though? Because I went to Vancouver um, a couple years back. This was a PAX West I went to, and we had, I took a trip up to Vancouver. Bro, it is cold up there. Mm-hmm. It is, I was like, wow. I'm like, I feel like I'm in Chicago. But then I came back home and it was sunny. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and I, I, I'm interested to see, I'm going to give you three years, right? In three years from now, 2025, I want to see how comfortable you are sticking to your leather seats in the car, right? Um, during the summer. And B, if you're going to still be, oh, I can go outside in some Crocs and it's 20 degrees. This ain't nothing. You know what? I got mm. air-conditioned leather seats, though. That's the gotcha. Ooh, oh. air-conditioned seats. Let's oh. go. Okay, never mind. I heard about the seat, the heated seats with air-conditioned oh, seats. Yeah. Let's I, go. I'm going to take, take a picture of But yeah, all the seats in my uh, Nissan Pathfinder are heated and air-conditioned. She finding paths, y'all. That's oh. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. shout out to Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nissan, by the way. I love it. All right, y'all. Well, now that we've caught up and we definitely got to discuss. We, yeah, three years from now, we got to check in on that one for sure. But moving on today, let's go ahead and get into today's topics because we got pretty much a loaded show to discuss and to go over. Y'all ready? Yes, let's get Hesitantly. Uh, I'm kidding. Yeah, we let's do it. All right. So moving into the first topic, Twitch's Black History Month report card. Now, I know some people have been waiting for us to discuss this because this has been a hot topic across Twitter and social media for a while now. Everybody has some critiques. Everybody has some positives. Everybody has like some neutral gray territory when it comes to the carousel and what Twitch has done with Black History Month for 2022. But we're just going to go ahead, get down to the nitty gritty and really just look at this with like a fine tooth, a fine tooth comb. Okay, so I'm going to start 
And I'm gonna go ahead and give Twitch my initial grade, and then we'll all go around give our grades and discuss why we gave it what we gave it. For me, I give Twitch a C minus for this year. I give Twitch a C minus for Black History Month simply because of the fact they say they recruited over was it. 1300 or more black history i mean uh, black creators for black history month and yet last year when we did black history month when i did black history month we were at the top of the carousel all month long like every single person at the top of the carousel was a black creator and it was just one of those things where people were able to find black creators we were rating other black creators this that and the third now we're at the bottom. You only see maybe one or two people at the top. And it's the same people every single day out of the numerous people they said they had signed up for Black History Month. So I I can't give it really that much of a pass. It is a downgrade from last year. So I'm going to give it a C minus. How do y'all feel? Well, um, you guys know, once again, I'm always putting this disclaimer out there. My history with Twitch um, I'm I'm definitely gonna have to say it was it from what you just said because I didn't experience um Black History Month last year on Twitch because I was already on Facebook at the time. So I'm I'm definitely gonna say you said y'all was the carousel at the top, and then this year y'all at the bottom that you gotta scroll and find. I'm definitely gonna say that's a D. And I'm I'm gonna be nice, a D plus, D plus. But Unfortunately, you're double downing or you're double backing, whatever the case may be. Why would you switch it from you guys being the carousel to being a a tab? And then the tab is underneath like four other categories. That doesn't even make any sense. So I'm definitely going to say a D plus is just do better. And then the fact that they have the same, you said one to two people in the main carousel being featured every single day. So what was the point of you seeking over 1300 new black content creators what was the point why can't everybody just be in the carousel this is the same thing that i said um on on the last uh podcast episode you guys should have been the carousel there's no separation put actions behind your words once again and accountability that's what we're doing so d plus for me okay um, I'm saying this as somebody who's observed Twitch like for the past three, three and a half years and someone who has been a streamer on Twitch for the past two years. Last week was my anniversary. It's your anniversary. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm giving Twitch an F straight up. Uh, I'm not going to the F. I'm not going to mince words. I work in marketing. So let me tell you what should have happened. What should have happened if you have a major push behind a creator, some kind of initiative, is you elevate these people. Now, when they sent me the email saying, hey, do you want to participate in Black History Month? I really sat with myself and really thought about Twitch and what Twitch has done last year, even before 2022, last year in response to the hate raids. They didn't do shit. Um, A couple months after the fact, you know, they rolled out some new security measures. So if you are prone to pay attention to the Twitch blog, you would have known to go into your settings to make sure, you know, chatters have to have a verified account, whether through email or phone, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. It's up to the individual streamer to do that. I did it 
can I say that everybody has done that? No, I cannot. So what happened with the 1,300, and I'm using that number loosely, people who were featured on the front page is they were made targets of. Now, some people weren't as successfully able to be trolled if they got on there because they did what they needed to do. And shout out to those people. But some people were just straight up overwhelmed by hate raids. Now, I don't think it was as bad this year as it was last year, I'll say. But that's not Twitch is doing. That's just people being more, that's just the bots being more concerned with things going on in the world than Twitch. Now, the carousel should have been at the top of the screen so you don't have to scroll. Even if it was the second carousel, as long as on the front page without scrolling, you can see it without touching anything, that's where it should have been. It should not have been two scrolls underneath the fold of the page, straight up. Um, The fact that black people have been talking about this all month. On February 1st, I said, hey, so where's the carousel? And it wasn't until the third where I scrolled down and found it myself. But no one knew where the carousel was the first week of Black History Month. The fuck is up with that? Yeah. If you're going to say, hey, we're going to, you know, uh, be a beacon to, the, you know, this is how things are supposed to be done. Do it the right way. Don't do it half-assedly. Now, I want to sit here and watch them pivot from all of the bad press for Black History Month. I'm going to sit and see how they do my Asian Pacific Islander homies in mm-hmm. May. I'm going to see how they do my Hispanic homies yep. in October, November. Um, and I'm just going to see how they do the LGBTQ community when in June, July. Hold on. I want to see it all. And I want to really just ask a question about when are we going to put our foot down with this entity? It's an, it, They're taking half my money. All right. we Let's get past that point. Taking half my money. Now, nah, that is the point. That's the they're, gotcha. They're the not money. helping me out with the stress. And then you're telling me you're helping me, but I don't see it. Now, I've had to moderate chats. My homeboy, uh, shout out to Buddha, um, who cooks on Twitch on the weekends. He's done so consistently this month. And I've been there when people are like, well, why is this guy on the front page? Why is this? Why is that? Bro, who are you to even ask that question? Are you a viewer or are you do something yourself? Either way, shut the fuck up and watch my boy cook the steak um, and just sit there or go to another stream. It's completely up to you. Big I feel facts. like the the staff I have seen have been viewers that come in themselves and want to see, you know, how things are going on. Those are not the people who are, are supposed to move mountains to fix things. I don't know where those people are. The the actual partner managers and community managers that I've known about a little bit are leaving Twitch, which is going to be a bigger problem to me in the long run. For Black History Month, kind of centering it back on this, um, I just don't feel like there was enough effort. I feel like, yeah, we said we had 1,300, but did 1,300 different people show up in that carousel? I don't know. I just saw a couple of the same people when I scrolled down there. And to be honest, it just seems like, here, nigga, here, here. Yeah, yeah. Put you on front page. You know, Black History Month. Mm, Yep, yep, yep. Cool. All right, February's over. Now back to the the regular stuff. Let's go back to featuring, um, you know, all these huge creators that have millions of, of followers at the top of the page, but they never stopped doing that in the first place. Never, not once. Um, outside of that, I just kind of feel like, where was the programming? Where was, I don't know, um, the big brands popping in people's streams and throwing off subs like last year? Exactly. Overall, you know. From 2021 to 2022, not just Twitch, but if you look across every corporate space, everyone did less for Black History Month this year. 
than they did last year, than they did in 2020. Agreed. Agreed. And Uh looking at it from my perspective, this is part of a pushback from white America because they don't want to see that shit. And brands were trying to figure out, well, how do we do Black History Month but not make it so in the face of people who don't want to see Black History Month? And I feel like you cannot do both of those at the same time. And you chose. And you chose wrong. That that That's a word right there because that's exactly what they did by not making the, the, the 1,300 uh, Black content creators part of the carousel. It's not part of the carousel. We ain't featuring nobody else. Only the because why would you have thirteen hundred content creators? You know damn well you're able to cycle all of those content creators. How many slots is it? It's like five, six, one, two, three. And I use that five. number. I use that number loosely. I don't know the exact number. Nah, they said thirteen. They it said 13? thirteen. Okay. But so you ain't using you had, the wrong number wrong. You had you had you had well over the 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 typical what maybe. 30 to 40 that you normally feature you're, yeah. you branched outside of the, 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 uh, I guess the cookie cutter standard for y'all black content creators. Y'all branched outside of that. People who didn't have a following, people who didn't have a reach beyond Twitch, people who, who didn't have what the cookie cutter model was. So you're telling me you couldn't make everybody just be on the carousel and flip through 1300 people for 28 whole days. It's 24 hours a day. Nah, straight up, you know what the bare minimum could have been? <clears throat> What's the bare Usually minimum? Usually with this type of stuff, when you have any creators, you put out a blog post, you list the creators, and then you say, hey, you're going to be able to see Miss Fun Size Thursday, um, February 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern. They didn't do that. The creators themselves did not know when they were going to be featured on front page. People had to come in their <laughs> stream and be like, yeah, you're on front page. Let me add something to that. I saw a crater, and this is a crater I don't even know, on Twitter. It got retweeted, and this is how bad it is. When people's tweets are getting retweeted by mutual contacts and you see what's going on, there was a guy. He mentioned he was supposed to have a slot for a 9 a.m., 10 a.m. slot for front page. 9 a.m., 10 a.m. came, and he wasn't featured. And they rescheduled him twice and he never got either one of his front page spots. I remember that tweet distinctly because I think you had retweeted Trips. I think Buddha had retweeted it. And there were several other people, mutuals, that had retweeted it. But they rescheduled him, slotted him for front page twice, and he never got his slots. You and I get 1,300 is a lot, and it's a lot to manage, and it's a lot to handle. Y'all set that up. Man, if y'all Facebook that doing number. it, they can do it too. I'm not... I'm not and y'all got more resources than any mm-hmm. other platform, in all honesty, because y'all one of the the oldest streaming platforms Don't get no live. Sympathy. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'm not cutting, there's no excuses for this shit. Me, and I'm just going to say this right now, if anybody who's listening or in the room, you know, right now you feel some type of way, that's on you. I'm not going to be, be apologetic about any of anything that I'm about to say right now. Y'all got options. You think I'm going to sit up here and continue to take bullshit? And and, and and let them, oh, well, they going, I have faith. They going to do better. No, they not. At all. Listen here. I've rebuilt how many times on a platform? Three. Been partnered three times. Do you think I care about a platform at this given point in time? I don't. Because do you think they care about me? They don't. They going to be making sure, oh, do we got the blacks? Let's check them off. Let's make sure we meet our quota. But you finna give me my bag because at the end of the day, 
you're not going to do what you say that you're posting on these PR statements. You're not saying what you're doing. How, how is it that you get disrespected every single day when you go live and you getting half your money taken? That don't even make no sense. I, you know, I don't even remember the last time I was called a nigger since I've been on Facebook. I've been on Facebook for, for a year and a half now. I don't, that shit don't happen over there. Hate rates don't happen over there. It's very hard. They don't, Facebook do not play. You can get banned for anything over there. They do not play that shit. It's just, the security just like is so the, locked. Just like the gentleman who got uh, all his stuff taken down and stripped because of the whole, he wanted to decide, oh, I'm black now. I want to oh, yeah. race swap. Facebook, Facebook yeah. got him up out of there so goddamn fast. And let, and let that would have been on Twitch, though. He would have got a 72-hour ban, a suspension or whatever, and came back and making hella money. And then you know what's the crazy part is? It's stupid-ass, ignorant people that support that dumb shit. Do you think I get to wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to be a white woman today? I'm going to be an Asian woman today. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it's disrespectful. So at the end of the day, I don't care what nobody say. Y'all got options out there. So, But if you want to continue to be disrespected and have your content and your money pretty much be taken and owned and not uplifted, that's on you. That's on you. Do you know how much money freelance? You could freelance. I would highly suggest that. But do you like Facebook putting the money and the words and the actions? Anytime I've been featured... It was featured for two hours. When I booked my appointment, they made, I was on there. I ain't never had an issue. My money always come on time. I'm getting um, I'm interviewed for this and featured for that. And what the bam, you got options. If you want to sit up here and continue to pre- uplift a platform that's not doing the same for you, that's on you. I'm not about to pour, 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 pour into a, commu- into a, a platform anymore. And they're not pouring back into me. Anytime I post a reel, I make money. Thank you, Facebook. Anytime I post post a, a VOD, I get paid for it. Thank you, Facebook. Mike, every time I post content, check, period. So once again, I'm not going to continue to pour all of me, my content, my community into a platform that's not doing it back. And that's so you, why people will be finding me on YouTube this year. Hey, okay. And that's why hey. people will be finding me more on Facebook and YouTube this year. Diversify your bonds. Now, that's once all again, I'm, I'm not saying that no platform is perfect, but don't be no. stupid. Don't be stupid. Yes, there's I've a lot of people. content creators who doing this shit because it's popular. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody on Twitch, so I'm going to go on Twitch. Worry about yourself. That's rule number one in this game. Rule number one. Worry about yourself, then worry about the, your peers and et cetera and so forth. Don't be worried about what the majority is doing. Don't be a follower. Be a leader. It's like Do what's the, best for you. It's like the saying goes, you can't worry about the grass is greener on the other side of you over here tending to your grass. Period. You ain't got time to notice. And see, the whole thing with this whole being disrespected, not knowing when your front page assignment or, you know, feature supposed to be in, then you're already getting majority of people are getting that 50-50 split unless you're like a top 10, 5, 1% creator, and you can renegotiate like your, you know, your revenue split with Twitch or whatever the case may be. Most people are getting 50-50 split. So, okay, let's let's just run this down real quick. You telling me you slot me for a front page feature, I don't get featured, you reschedule me, then I get disrespected. Then y'all don't give us the necessary moderate moderator tools for the disrespect and hate raids until months afterwards. And then you think you want to command 50% of my revenue? I'm sorry. And I've been preaching this and I've been kind of just humble and being nice about it. But let's just call it what it is. This, this is a pimp and hole relationship. This is exactly what it is. For the majority <laughs> of create, I'm just going to say it. It's a pimp and hole relationship. 
no, you get disrespected I, and they take half your money? Hey, hey, Twitch is definitely money, Mike. You can lead a hole to the water, but you can't make a drink. You know what I'm saying? You know and I'm then saying? on top of that, right, before Black History Month even ends, they cannibalize all this content they're putting out. And I'll say, you know, they've done a, a, a good job with the partners. The partners, you know, and the little yes. promos they cut. I, f- I found them entertaining. That's cool. That's fine. But when they announced TwitchCon last week and then deleted it because, oh, it's too early and, you know, hey, you cannibalizing all your Black History Month content, I felt like that's not an accident. There's no way that whoever scheduled posts to go out or whoever scheduled content to be created and put together and edited and approved and in the docket to even be posted overlooked the fact that, hey, you know, Black History Month, we only really have like a week left. Let's just wait until March 2nd and announce. I guarantee y'all not going to sell less tickets. And there's a lot of people on the timeline who like, hey, y'all going to TwitchCon? Oh my God, couldn't have been me. And I I completely understand everybody. And I've tried to be, I can see both sides about everything. Me, I'm going to San Diego. (laughs) I'm going to San Diego during that time frame. I'm not going to TwitchCon. I'm going to San Diego because I've got creators to meet, people I want to network with. I I got friends I'm trying to Hang spend time with? with yes and twitch question. don't deserve none of my money for that question mm-hmm. where where is twitchcon san diego oh it's in san diego yeah, but san diego at the convention center okay so because once again i don't i'm not i don't have no ties to twitch so i don't really care um <laughs> cool for y'all though but once again you pouring into them but what did they do for you in the past year fuck it what did they do for you in black history month mm that should be a determining factor right there. That's why I recently tweeted that I was going to um, put together a streamer, content creator, gamer meetup here in Dallas. We're going to start, I'm going to start doing my own shit. Like, we don't we don't have to, to, to be birds of a feather flock together with the platform, especially if they're not doing right by us. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. Go to San Diego, but go meet your friends and, you know, y'all meet up outside of the convention because right. ain't no way in hell you, you should be supporting supporting a TwitchCon when they didn't support you fully during Black History Month. There's no way. No, go ahead. Finish that. I'm just, I'm just saying there's a lot of people who, you know, I I call it, you know, um, Stockholm Syndrome, who, you know, hey, yeah, they got half money. Hey, yeah, they're not protecting me from these people. Hey, yeah, they're kind of only sometimes there. But, you know, they love me. I, I I know they love me. And this is just the way the game is played. And my whole thing is my leverage is the fact that my content brings people to my channel. Um, and that will be the case, whether that's on Twitch, Facebook or YouTube. You know, um, I'm on the more cooler side of things. So it may be harder for me to resonate with certain people who just want to do freestyling all day. That's not me. You know, that's not my content. But if you come around and you you enjoy what it is, that's fine. Twitch didn't make that happen. They hosted that. But if I move that over to YouTube, guess what? I'm going to find people over on YouTube who are with that vibe. If I move over to Facebook, I'm going to find people on Facebook who are with that vibe. Twitch can't claim they did shit for me because I literally am doing this shit myself. I literally, me and my community are making this shit work. But at the end of the day... Twitch is the the big boy in the room. It's the Netflix of uh, gaming streaming service they want to put themselves as. Okay, cool. Well, even Netflix to a certain extent, um, they could be caping to hell for Dave Chappelle when he wrong or right. 
Twitch don't be doing that for nobody, whether they just existing and being harassed or, or there's targeted harassment. It don't matter. Twitch is going to be like, eh, you know, there's only so much you can do about that. So I would be wrong if I <laughs> got it handled, right? I would be wrong if I took it off Twitch and found the person who was harassing me and handled it, right? Yep. But, you know, hey, they're not going to worry about that till it happens. And see, once again, I want to preface this comment to anybody who's listening out there. We are in no way bashing any partners or affiliates that decide to participate in Black History Month. I am happy for y'all. For those of you who were featured properly, who got your slots, and for those of you who saw some growth this month, I am extremely proud of you. Because it it is hard to grow in such a saturated platform and everybody wants to stream now. I cheer on your success and progress in any shape, form, or fashion. However, what we're saying is, and I want to make this very distinctly clear, our beef or our issue is with the platform itself for not following up on the promises of what they have made to creators in the past. For the things that you've done for creators in the past, and for you to take not just two steps backwards, but it feels like a whole 10 steps backwards this year, I just cannot get over the fact that we had to scroll down to find a carousel. Out of the 1,300 creators, only the same, like maybe 30 or 50 were featured any given day of the of the week or any time of the day. And I know which creators I see every single time I go on to Twitch if they are featured at all. And the other thing, too, let's also address this. The UI. Now, we know Twitch Mobile is UI is a mess anyway. How is it that people also reporting that when you sign out of Twitch or when you sign into Twitch on Twitch mobile, the carousel itself isn't even there at all. Like people even found this is a bug. You're not signed in as a guest and you don't see the carousel of black excellence or none of that on the front page, period. And then if you sign in on mobile, you still might not see it. So it's not only just a desktop viewing thing, it's a mobile issue. So it's running the gambit from the top all the way down, down to the bottom, from the user experience to the development, to the promotioning, to the marketing. All of this was just a hot mess for February 2022. And I dare say they better not repeat this in the next coming days because March, what we have coming in March, March is Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. March is for women. Then after that, we have Asian Pacific Islander. And then we have LGBTQ in the summer. And then uh, don't we have Hispanic Heritage Month as well, too? Yep. So I just, I don't know, man. I'm at a loss for words for how they handled Black History Month for February 2022. And this is what thing I'm going to say. I have stressed this time and time again. And I'm going to restress it on this podcast for those of you who are willing to listen and take the, the criticism, the critique. Find a way to diversify your content beyond just Twitch. If you're just streaming to Twitch, you are already failing yourself anyway. Cut your content. Make content specifically for these TikToks, for these Instagrams, for these YouTubes, for these Facebook stories and reels, okay? And then not only that, a lot of creators out there, get yourself a website. Get yourself a website, find a developer or somebody out there. And even better yet, this is a, a conversation I had with uh, Lux. Uh, shout out to Lux, by the way. She she hit the nail on the head several years ago on their, you know, on their podcast. Creators could even create a website where they have the ability to have a streaming service dedicated to their website. So if you don't feel like going live on Twitch, if you don't feel like going live on any of these other platforms, cool. You could stream 
right there in Discord or on your website to your specific core audience who are willing to not only support you, but also give you alternative source of revenue if revenue is your main concern. Patreon, Clubhouse, tips, donations, things that don't involve having to deal with the Twitch infrastructure. There's so many different ways you can diversify your content, your revenue, your promotions, your marketing, that if you're not, if you're solely sticking on this platform and that is the only way you're creating content, you are doing yourself a disservice. And I would highly suggest you turn around, do a, do a whole 180, reevaluate what you actually want out of streaming if you're trying to make this a, a, a profession or if you want this to be your mainstay and really say, what do I want to do? What is my goal? Write them down. Goals that don't get written down don't come to fruition. And if you don't know what your goal is, you're already punching yourself in the face. You're shadow boxing. You're, you're fighting against yourself. It's so a lot of variables. What do you really want to do? It's a lot of variables in it. And I mean, there are creators of all different sizes, shapes, forms with all different goals. Yes. And I feel like that's what kind of gets muddled in the water when we do, um, when we have conversations. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times it'd be one size fits all. This is um, true. I hate to be this guy, but like, so when we get into the conversation about advice on yes. on streaming, right? Which we is have, what we're just about to segue into. Let's yeah, go. So we have like newer people to the platform who, you know, there are even newer people who are looking to the newer people for advice. And you can't tell that person, hey, you shouldn't give advice because you're not even, you haven't even been here long enough. They've been here long enough for someone to look to them for advice. Just like, you know, if somebody's been on the platform for 10 years and they're they're at the top of the top, that's amazing. Yeah, you should give everybody, you know, advice and and tell them how to grow like you did. But again, that advice is gonna be what worked for you, what you've seen worked, what your perspective is, and everyone's perspective and goal and aim is different. So I kind of feel like, honestly, this is the issue with content as a whole. You get on Netflix, you don't know what to, to watch because there's so much stuff on Netflix. You get on Spotify, you don't know what to listen to because there is so much stuff on, on Spotify. You don't have to listen to all of it. You just choose what you want to listen to and tune the rest of it out. So when it comes down to this advice, um, topic that was on on twitter the past week or two i kind of just like tune it out just like i tune every streamer argument out because honestly if you if it applies and you you find something to gain from it great if not you don't have to i don't have no space to tell nobody what they should and shouldn't be doing based off of what time they have in the area or not because i don't know what has worked for them i don't know what isn't working for them, but I know that them sharing their perspective helps someone else gain perspective themselves. And I don't have an issue with that per se. No, you're absolutely right. And my little rant right there is just based off the experiences I've had. And I should go ahead and preface that my experiences have led me to those thoughts and opinions about when it comes to streaming and, you know, diversifying content. So let's backtrack a little bit. And I need to do this. General advice, it's not going to be one size fits all because you're absolutely right. Advice does, is not a one size fits all for everybody. So like we call this segment right here, we said streaming advice, take it with a grain of salt. You have to do what's best for you. Find out or find somebody who you enjoy their content, 
research what they've done, ask them questions and take what works, take what doesn't work and what's feasible for you and apply that for however you want to pursue your streaming, whether it's a hobby, you want to do a career, maybe you just enjoy playing games with friends. You do what's best for you. However, the main thing with this, as we were seeing this on Twitter, is it was a mixed bag. People were saying, one, it comes down to, should you take advice from somebody with more years than you? Which I think in itself is kind of foolish a little bit because everybody with more years is not necessarily a a, a sage or a guide, right? There are people who've been on the platform for multiple years, five, six years, you know, they haven't reached the partner status. Not that partner status equates to wisdom because it surely doesn't. I mean, let's just look at all the partners who've been banned and kicked off the platform for various reasons. But one caveat people always want to reach to is years on the platform or these platforms as the mainstay of like, you know, should you be able to give advice? There are people who've come on to these platforms and have done more in six months than some people have done in in three, four, five, six years. So it's not about necessarily the length of stay on a platform. It's about the experience. And I think Mira said this perfectly when she tweeted this out, because I get what Mira was saying, and I get what somebody like Sensei CJ was saying. Not to drop names, but they're the two individuals who had the most you know, unique perspectives on this issue. Sensei CJ, he was basically counting up to people with years of experience, which I get that. Years will teach you some things. But I feel Mira more, not that they had opposing views, just different outlooks. It's the simple fact that experience is the best teacher. And if you can learn from your experience and show others what you've done and what obstacles you can navigate through to get to where you are, then you're all the more better for it. And so everybody can learn something from anybody, whether you've been on the platform for three, four years or you've only been on the platform for six months. If you've been seeing success and growth, then there's something there's a lesson to be taught there somewhere that somebody can pick up from. Anyway, that's my little rant. It's fun size. I know you got some insight on this. Oh, go for it. Oh, I do. I do. Um, Well, first and foremost, Trips gave, I was shaking my head like, yes, the entire time. Like, yes. And and you as well, Marv. Um, When it comes to the whole years perspective, like you said, that doesn't really matter. You can be on a platform for 15 years and ain't never hit affiliate. You know what I'm saying? You could, you could be on the platform for six months and hit 100K followers. I've seen both spectrums. I've seen OGs on a platform never getting growth or, you know, never getting featured or never getting, you know, sponsored opportunities. And then here comes, you know, Susie Sally from Wichita and she comes in and starts streaming for seven months, surpasses the OG and is, you know, the number one content creator on the platform. It's about you, your experience. What are you going to do with your time? I tell people this all the time because I'm getting asked questions and DM 24-7. I really do. And I tell people it's consistency, y'all. You can't be mad at the results from the work that you didn't put in. It's as simple as that. You're not going to see any results from you doing nothing. You're not. So experiences are going to vary from person to person. We all got 24 hours in a day. So what are you going to do with your time? And I feel like if anybody, you know, has created a resume for themselves, 
they they can definitely give advice. They have a resume, you know, they got, you know, certain partnerships, sponsorships, you know, blase, blase. So why can't they not give advice? I'm going to base it on a resume. I'm not even going to base it on the, on the years per se, even though experience, you know, you, you do learn things from being indulged in something for years. So you kind of know a little ins and out of things, which is cool. And I'm not discrediting that. But I'm saying is that somebody had a resume and they did it and, you know, it could have been 50 years or it could have been 20 days You do because it's different per person. This journey, this business is about personal preferences and experiences. Everybody, there's no, there's no how-to guide to do this 100% effectively because you know why? We're all not the same person. We're all not the same creator. We all don't even play the same games. True. So how is it that this person can give advice, but this person can't give advice? That doesn't even make any sense. If you saw growth, they have a resume. Why can't they give advice? So that's really my stance on it. Um, and unfortunately, I'm even mad that the, this was an argument. Who cares? <laughs> why do y'all care so much about you know, who's giving advice to who. Now, what I don't condone is like people giving free advice and making people pay for it. I don't like that shit. Oh, let's let's talk about that. I mean, I do. Now, I do a paid service for consultations. Yes, I do. Now, but you're going to get more than just some basic ass advice. I also help people set up streaming equipment. It would probably be very customized to the person that you're working with, right? It is because I ask them verb. I ask them when they fill out the form, I'd be like, so what is, what are your goals? I want to know everything before I agree to sit down and take time out of my day as a single mother and full-time content creator to help you pursue the same type of path. You know, so it's it's not no um, no cookie cutter ass model because every content creator is different. I'm not going to approach the same, you know, to to a black woman that I would to a, to, a, to a white man. That's not even the it's two different approaches. It's two it's, different audiences as well. And I think different. that the mm-hmm. thing that is lost here is, you know, content creators, content consumers. Hey, y'all, we still just people. And I think what y'all are, what is missing out of these conversations of, hey, why is there an argument about who's able to give advice? Why is there always somebody who's angry about the same streamer topic circulating every six to eight months? And it comes to ego. You know, people feel like they shouldn't have to hear very basic information well, it's not for you, baby. It's for the people who just started streaming, which every day there's at least one person who's like, hey, I'm going to try to do this. So exactly. yeah, yes. based on the resume, based on the time, whatever it may be, that person has more skin in the game than the person who just decided to turn on their camera today. So guess what? seconds ago. That advice might not be for you. It's just on your timeline because you follow that person. And guess what? I've learned and I've had to learn this a lot. Being in this space, if it don't apply, let it fly. But there's a lot of people who <laughs> take it personally and they want to raise up. Pitch, they want to raise up pitchforks and start a and march like, and everything. Bro, what is y'all on? Like, I swear, every time I get on the the, the timeline and they out and people talking about some wild shit, I'm like, "How was the chicken? The chicken's lovely, isn't it?" Because that's all I. I'm like, bro, why? Why is Eighty percent of my timeline arguing about the same things we were arguing about six months ago, which y'all even said six months ago is a recirculating topic. Just ignore it. 
I just ignore it. If it ain't for you, well, unfortunately, we can't for. we can't ignore it because like like you said, that there's at least one new streamer every single day, probably every hour for all we know. And it's just like these experiences are gonna the topics are gonna still continue to circulate mm-hmm. because we got the new, you know, the new classes of, of streamers. You gotta bring single, them up to speed. Exactly. Yeah. So they don't know. And a lot of them are, you know, this is being a content creator is a culture shock. A lot of people and I'm one of those people. I always tell, like, my community, you know, when I started streaming, um, it was a hobby. This wasn't no, I was, you know, waiting tables and trying to finish my degree in IT. This wasn't something that I was like, oh, I'm about to do this because I'm watching other people do it. And I see money flying and wow, the bam. That's not even what happened with me. It kind of took a course of its own. And I tell people all the time that I bit off more than I can chew because it's a culture shock having to um, be in the space of the gaming and the streaming, but then also like, you know, the celebrity status of it in a sense, you know, people are fascinated with you and, you know, um, it's a culture shock. So a lot of people don't, a lot of up and coming streamers don't, you know, the processing isn't there. You know, you're still trying to make sense of it all, being a streamer, mm-hmm. being a social media influencer, being, you know, sponsored with this company, that company, being the face of this and that. So it's it's very, it's a lot of culture shock. And can we but, keep it a buck? Everybody ain't, everybody don't have home training either. And everybody oh yeah. don't have common sense. And there's some streamer weirdos etiquette. out there. Like, streamer etiquette. So <laughs> a lot of people don't have that. If there's some advice that I I would love to see on the timeline every six months, it would be for my streamers to make sure they have some self-care routines in place, something that they can do in order to uplift themselves when the likes aren't coming or the viewers or the followers aren't coming. Because I've seen people who burn themselves. I, I You know, <clears throat> again, I'm, I'm new to this, so I, I can't tell nobody nothing. But I've seen one cat who literally <laughs> jumped back and forth between two platforms every f- three to five months. And I'm just like, like, why stop doing both of them? Why go back and forth? I I don't get it. I, I, I would love to ask him what he's got going on, but he has a very, you know, when he on YouTube is fuck Twitch. When he on Twitch is fuck yes. YouTube. And, and it's you know like, what? why does it have to be that? Why can't you just be like, hey, I'm on both whenever I feel like this or that or that. And this. Why don't and you, you just use Restream and just get an audience for both? See it where ain't you even, can grow. It's a complete disillusion with the platform. Like right right now, I think, bro, back on YouTube and it was fuck Twitch. I was just in your Twitch stream two weeks ago and it was popping. That didn't seem to be an issue. So I would love to see what the issue is. I would love to ask you what the issue, underlying issue of making you go back and forth. And let's just try to figure out what works best for you and your brand as a as a business going forward. Is it oh, my store on this street is closed right now because the other store is open. And then next week, the other store is closed because this one is open. No, bro, open both locations up. You know, change up the hours, whatever you need to do to make sure you can do both. But if you want to do both, do both. Ain't nobody telling you what to do or what not to do. I'm just saying, you closing up shop completely and being like, if you're on that dumbass platform, you, you deserve the stupid shit that happened to you. And then five months, you'll be back on that dumbass platform. I just don't whoa, get it. Well, first, first off, if you're if you're bashing anybody or doing any types of bullying, harassment, yeah, I do know plat like um companies such as, you know, sponsor companies, they look at your tweets, they look at your Instagram mm-hmm. posts, they look at your stuff. So don't Nobody wants to work with somebody that's doing all of that, first yeah. and foremost. I don't have any, you know, 
you know, I cut my ties with Twitch, but y'all don't see me talking about Twitch on my on my timeline every single day. You know why? I don't care. I'm not that that is counterproductive for you. It's very counterproductive. It's counterproductive and it speaks to your character and who you are as a person. Who wants to work with somebody? Yeah, everybody has bad experiences, but it doesn't mean you have to continue to 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 um, I guess piggyback off of the bad experience, like having to keep tweeting it or, you know, posting it on Instagram and your Facebook page. That's counterproductive. And no one's going to want to work with you if that's what they see. They see drama and you bitching and moaning all the time. How about you go do something and make it happen and, and not playing victim all the time? Like, shit, I was hate rated, swatted and DDoS. And what did I do? I went somewhere else and making way more money than I have in my entire five years of streaming and content creating. I ain't never made this much money before. Hell, I even moved across the country because of it. So I'm not ever finna sit up here bitching, moaning, and complain and, and, and make a fool of myself when there's people watching me. Because these same people that's watching me, they're gonna, they gonna be like, all right, we're gonna... Because trust me, com- these companies are watching you before they even want to sign with you. Especially if you're known in the industry and you pop in without the bam, they're watching you before you even try to connect with them to work with them. And they're going to be like, well, we consider this and consider that and we found this and we didn't really care for that. So we're going to pass. Don't be in that position just for somebody to say no to you. Don't self-sabotage. The biggest thing also, and I know there are going to be the people who listen to this and be like, well, y'all just critique Twitch and everything else for Black History. No, 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 no. What we're saying, though, is this. Don't self-sabotage yourself before you start. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody has critiques and criticisms about anything, right? Opinions are just like, you know, the saying. I ain't going to say it. You know, I'm going with this. But the thing is, people don't give themselves time to grow. They switch platforms. It's like, F this platform. I'm going this platform. I'm not on this platform anymore because this platform is such and such. Yes, you can have your critique and criticism, but if you're out here tweeting about it on social media, Instagram, all these other different things, it's like now the damage is done. We speak on, upon these things on the podcast because we, we, we live it and there are other people who echo this sentiment, so we have to report about it. That's what we do on this podcast. But for the people who just do this back and forth, this dance every couple of months, give yourself time to grow. Find out what your audience, find out who is your audience, find out where your audience is, and then gravitate towards that. But at the same time, it's just give yourself time. And I'm going to just keep saying to give yourself time to grow they, I swear people treat these platforms like they're political parties. It's like you you gotta be you, you gotta be a Republican, a Democrat, or independent. That's how they look at Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. It's like yes, people they, do. Tra- they treat it like it's a political party. It's, it's like the same no. thing with consoles. It's the same thing with yes. consoles. People are like, oh, I'm team Xbox, I'm team Nintendo. I don't console bang, baby. I can go be Spider-Man if I want to. I can go play Forza if I want to, and I can play Animal Crossing. Wherever I want to enjoy, that's what I'm doing. You know? So like it's you know, like you said, give yourself time to grow. And people also have to understand, and I say this every single day that I stream. I swear to God, I do. I tell people this, this is not a get rich quick scheme. No. Stop thinking that this is a microwavable hot pocket. I'm about to make a million dollars in 30 days. Mm -hmm. Do you know how long 
Jay-Z was underground before he became Jay-Z? Do you not know how long Biggie was underground before he became Notorious B.I.G.? You're going to spend a lot of time doing this and not seeing any revenue from it. That's that's called being a content creator, an artist, whatever you want to call it. You're making content for people, you know, there's 90 kajillion people in the world. Somebody's going to like it, okay? And it's going to get, it's going to, but it has to, it has to have time to grow, mature, and to reach those people. They're not going to find it as soon as you go live for the first time. No, it's going to take people a while because of exposure, growth, and consistency. Boom. It's not, this ain't no, I'm about to make, you know, 60 million in 60 days. No, (laughs) absolutely not. And if you're in it for the revenue, you know, out the gate, and I'm just going to be completely honest, that's where you're going to fail most of the time. You're, you're, you're new. You need to give yourself time to, like Marv said, find your audience and gravitate towards that. A lot of y'all just be, oh, I'm just going to stream Apex or COD because it's going to make me grow the fastest. How many other people playing COD and Apex? But what sets you apart from them that's re- that, you, that you're so confident that you're going to make millions of dollars from playing the same game that 50 million other streamers are playing? Make it make sense. The math is not there. So once again, you need to find your audience, gravitate towards that time consistency. It, it all goes together. Multitasking. Like we can't stress this enough. We can't stress this enough. Trips. Any closing thoughts on that one? Hey, man, people be doing what they do. You don't have to respond. You don't have to feel like they addressing you unless they are. Just let people be who they are and you not worry about it if it don't intersect with you. If if people are giving advice you think is very basic, okay. You want to give them some critiques, do that. You don't have to pop shit. I think people, A, need to understand that not everything is for them. B, people need to learn how to give and receive constructive criticism. And C, ego, as much as it may be needed at times, you can kind of take that out of the equation when dealing with other people, especially if y'all are supposed to be building together. You either build or destroy where you come from, what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So that's just how I feel about that. No, you're right. Especially the ego part. Check your egos at the door. Don't forget to pick up your feelings. Exactly. Listen, all of that kind of rolled in together and that was perfectly just seeing what we've been observing on the timeline and social media. So I'm glad we touched on that topic because that's one that we've needed to discuss for a good minute. And there's some other ones, too, that kind of segue off of that. But we'll get to those down the road. This next topic, though, which will close out the podcast, we're dealing with relationships and support, which I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. This one, I'm very much interested in just sitting back and seeing how we want to discuss this because Miss Fun Size, you hosted a very, very successful Twitter space talking about relationships and support alongside a couple of other female content creators discussing this. Why is it that when people find out your relationship, the support wanes? When people find out that you're single, the su- the support picks up, and. I guess it could be for both men and women, but it's mostly geared towards, I I would say majority of the times we look at this topic from the women's perspective because that's where it occurs the most. But if I'm wrong, correct me. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But go ahead and break this down, Ms. Fun Size, because I wasn't there for this Twitter space. So what should the people know about about this issue? Because this is a hot one. Okay, so yeah, this was kind of... um... You know what? 
I can't even really say what what sparked me to even tweet that. I think it was probably for something that I saw from another um, peer in the industry. And, oh, no, it was it was um, someone on Twitch and I forgot her name. I, I'm not on Twitch and I don't really follow. But she said, just because you support, that doesn't mean that we get to be in a relationship. So I tweeted, retweeted. And I was like, you know, I'm tired of really seeing this. And I'm and it's kind of sad that it continues to be an issue. So we're going to host a Twitter space about it. I got um. Mufasa Screams, she's a Facebook partner and um, Twitch partner. Little Chaos Gaming, she's a Facebook um, partner as well. I had Versina Hart in the mix. We really got to talk about it in the Twitter space. This was uh, last week, I believe. Yes. Last Sunday, I believe. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a Black woman playing video games, I'm a unicorn. And I'm going to say that because every single time someone comes in my stream, it's either, oh, you're so beautiful um, or... I didn't know black women play video games. It's, you know, it's always one of the two comments. And at the end of the day, let that thought in your mind go about video games only belonging to men. They never have. No. They, mm-hmm. this, I'm sorry that the demographic and the marketing has been towards men, but it, I've never been told when I bought an Xbox or a PlayStation or a Nintendo that, oh, I'm sorry, you're a black woman. You can't purchase this. And they took it away from me. That ain't never happened to me. So get it out your minds that we don't belong in this space or we're not allowed to, to be good or apex predators or, or COD professionals because we do exist. And I'm not saying black women, just women in general. But it's, it, I'm tired of being sexualized. Me playing video games has nothing to do with my gender or race. Okay? It has zero correlations whatsoever. Can I now, posit something on that yes. statement? So yes. I, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate at all. Um, I feel like people's perspectives and their experiences dictate what they think is acceptable, right? So as me, I grew up, I have a younger sister, I have younger cousins. We all played video games together. So it, that was commonplace to me. But I can very much see a dude who the only people he played video games with were his bros and they drunk Mountain Dew and ate Cheetos and they never saw a girl around. No, bro. It's because y'all nasty. It's not because of the video games because don't nobody want to be smelling y'all funk in that room when y'all ain't bathed all week and y'all sit in the room sweating and playing video games all week. I don't know no girl who want to be in no room like that, period. Mm-hmm. Now, if you make your shit a little bit more accessible, will Cindy Lou from your class come and play Smash Brothers with you? I can't say yes or no, but women do play video games where they and they be where they be when they're comfortable. That's it. And and That's I definitely I definitely agree. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying, Nothing that I'm saying or have said in my Twitter space or on any social media is discrediting the male perspective or experience because I'm not a man. <laughs> okay. I give birth. Sorry, not a man. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm just tired of, of female content creators being sexualized. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some females who manipulate the system. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? The whole quote unquote titty streamer and the gamer girl and the you know, anytime you see a female playing a game, she got on some coochie cutters and some high knee socks and she got the titties pushed up to the ceiling and then makeup. I even know be- she have coochie cutters sitting or if she's sitting playing a game. How would well, I? Well, well, you know that they take them pictures. So now that it's the full, the full that, that's, vertical that's, that's, body. that's a whole nother platform that I'm subscribing to on, on that. What are we talking about? But I'm saying, though, huh? like there are there are female content creators who do stream live looking like that. Correct. Yeah. So it's it's now 
it's kind of um, being counterproductive to what I'm saying because I don't do that. But it's kind of the social norm that if I'm a female playing video games, I have to look like that. I have to stream like that. And I don't. Half the time y'all see me streaming, this glasses, a hat, and a turtleneck. Y'all not about to see no skin. I'm, the skin on my lips is what you about to see. That's pretty much it. I don't, I don't have to exploit my body or, you know, have to be all done up all the time every time I stream. Now, some days I do want to be cute. It's a holiday. It's Valentine's Day, you know, Christmas. You know, it's my birthday. So, of course, give me money. Now nah, I'm just playing. But it's, it's an occasion. So I'm going to look, I want to look nice. As a woman, that's, you know, all women want to look nice here and there. Maybe not every single day, but here and there. But I just think that it's crazy. Like when I was um, back on Mixer and uh, I had a relationship, we're not going to drop names or who at the BAM, but we was in a relationship and I had like maybe 10 subscribers DM me. Oh, you went and got into a relationship. I thought I was going to have an opportunity. I've been subbing to you for this many years and I could drop their names. I really, would I really would like to drop their names. But for the simple fact that I'm still creating content with or without a man, I'm still getting the bag with or without a man. That me being in a relationship has nothing to do with my content. Beyonce's in a relationship and she's one of the richest women in, 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 in music history. Rihanna? She, Rihanna's pregnant. Yeah, exactly. She, she better invite me to that baby shower. I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> That's Auntie Riri. She better she better invite me. But um, shit, Rihanna having a baby. Then she getting married after the fact. Like, I'm not understanding people's fixations with, you know, content creators' personal lives. So when I got into the this, the relationship and on Mixer, my um support dropped significantly. I'm talking about people was really, excuse me, not people, but men was really hurting in their feelings. And it's unfortunate because I already set the boundaries. One of my rules is don't shoot your shot in here. That's literally one of the rules. And I'm not kidding. I'll take a picture and send it to you guys. I set the boundaries because I don't want it to be any, any misunderstanding that my vagina is a $5 sub subscription. It's not. It's not a four for four. It's not none of that. I'm not here to have a romantic relationship with any of the people who watch my content. And you could be watching it on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, wherever. Even listening to this podcast. It, you damn, put that in, put that disclaimer first. If Two. you listen to this podcast, my vagina is not a four for four. All right. So you should just support genuinely. Like, and I've never forced anybody to support me. And I've even given donations back. I have thousands of dollars because you know why? I'm not the type of person that you're going to throw shit in my face. Well, I donated this and I did that and you can have it all back. That's the gotcha. I never forced you to do any of that. You did that with ill intent. You did that with a hidden agenda. Exactly. But now that it's been exposed, so now you don't like what I'm saying. But I already laid the foundation and the boundaries. Anytime, you know, my chat starts to get a little sexualized because it does happen pretty much every day. I let it be known. I said, I'm one of the homies. I just have a vagina. You know, we chilling, playing the game. Don't make it bigger than what it is because I hate to have to ban you. And I don't play about my peace and my boundaries. Respect the boundaries. I don't, I, you can't get mad at me because I want to have a peace of mind. That doesn't even make any sense. Do you think you're the only man gawking at me 24-7? Do you really think that? And I'm a black woman playing video games and I ain't ugly. Yes, they Come do think now. that. Come on now. 
They do oh, they, think that. And that's they the crazy special. part. They, and I'm sorry, but y'all not. Anybody, y'all not. I'm not here to have a romantic relationship with any of the people that watch my content anywhere. And they, in their heads, they're like, oh, when she says stuff like that, she talking to them. She's talking to <laughs> My $5, she be like, oh, she she looking for uh, big controller warrior number threes, $5 every month. We in a relationship. Mm-hmm. She be saying hey to me specifically. Yep. Um, that That's what they truly think. Like, And it's super wild. Um, and, and Marv, I heard your, your preamble at the beginning of this. I just happen to be one of those male streamers that I have experienced this. I um, have too. We, we got to talk about it. And go ahead. And I've you got know what? So Ken, I'm, yeah, I, go I really would like to have a Twitter spaces for you guys because I do have male home friends, you know, yep. content creators that have, and some of them are married. They show me their DMs. Few females had to get cussed out. We, because we've you know experienced why? this too. You, you know why? I'm not the type of person that's finna play because all this is called, it's called parasocial relationships. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's a one, it's a one-sided view perspective and romance situation that normally happens from somebody watching a influencer, a content creator. This is what the, the viewers are doing. It's a parasocial relationship. So I would definitely like to schedule a possible Twitter spaces with y'all because I had a few people, um, a few men content creators that piggybacked off my Twitter space and was asking like, does this apply to men? And I'm, de- oh, yes, yes. It, it, does, it, it does, it does, it does apply to men, but I can't speak on those experiences because I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm pretty much the minority quote unquote. So I can't, even though women are, we play more games than men. It's like what 59% of gamers in the world now are women. Yeah. So yeah. we're not the minority anymore. We're not. But as a black woman, I still am because it's how many of those women are black. Mm-hmm. That That's a good point. Exactly. I'll, I'll go ahead and just and I would be more than honored to hop on a Twitter space and discuss this from the male perspective. But I'll just give you my perspective real quick since people are listening and they want to know. We have experiences as men. I cannot tell you the amount of times I have received support. I it, actually I wouldn't even say numerous. I'm I'm not going to sit here and act like it's been hundreds of times. But there's been a few isolated incidents where I'll have a random female viewer come in. Right now, for me, I don't believe I'm an ugly dude by any means. I don't think I'm a knockout. I don't think I'm like you know. You know, you're going to pin my picture up on your wall or nothing, but I know I'm not no ugly dude. But there'll be times when we'll have a female viewer or a new female viewer come in and they want to play games or they want to message in the Discord and they want to shoot their shot. Now, here's the thing. When it comes to streaming between men and women, there's always going to be that element of flirtatiousness that goes on in certain streams, right? We've all had it happen before. People will make comments, they'll they'll be flirtatious or whatever, and you have the choice as the content creator of that host to either flirt back or to, you know, shut that down immediately, right? So let's not kid ourselves. Everybody here should be grown. You know if you shut that opportunity down or not or you know lead it on but there's been times where they've shot their shot and i've had to shut it down especially when i was in a relationship when people come to find out you're in a relationship or you're dating somebody you know how the saying goes oh you got you you got a friend now oh oh you got somebody now i see your little friend see y'all your little cute. friend on social media i see y'all taking a picture on twitter and everything think thinking those comments are slick 
Here's the thing. If a content creator allows you to view their personal life when it comes to the relationship, if they let you in that door and let you see any part of their personal life, it is what it is. Just take it for a grain of salt. We don't have to share relationship statuses. We don't have to share who we are dating. We don't have to let you know if we're dating at all or seeking to date. But if somebody decides to disclose that personal information to you, then that shouldn't matter. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you're supposed to come for the vibes. You're supposed to come for the content. You're supposed to come for the camaraderie and the games and and the banter with the community. This is not a a one-on-one session between me and you. Yes, we're talking to each other through the means of Twitch chat or YouTube chat or Facebook chat or whatever platform this is, but... Let's not get it confused. This is a social media platform at the end of the day, and we're just here to be social. We're, we're, we're not on Tinder. We're not on Bumble. Yes. We're not on none of these dating platforms yes. where you get to swipe left and right on your favorite content creator, hoping that you're going to get a super like back. That's not how this works. But yes. Why? But why? They come and they come and look at your content. Is- they subscribe every month. They make sure they're there for every stream. Why can't y'all be together? What's wrong with that? So here's my thing. You know, that's why you said that this isn't like a one-on-one and we're being social. That's why I'd be like, good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Mm, right How there. was y'all day? Right I kinda, there. I kind of... And unfortunately, because I have to choose my words wisely because I had situations where I said, you know, what's how you doing, Joe Schmo 92? Um, I hope you're having a good day. Then they go right into the DMs and start. Hell and I'd, be yeah. like, I'd be like, I'm Calm having down. a real good day now. Yeah. It could be even better <laughs> if you give me that faux for faux. Or and it's like, no, nah, bro. Or like, because I have this, like, so on all my social medias mostly, um, I have it set up to where I can disable my DMs. Mm, I don't blame you. Yes. Um, because, you know, most of my pages are like, um, you know, doing pretty well as far as like engagement and reach. So I'm like either a business page or a creator page. So they have those certain features. Um, my DMs have been shut down for quite some time because of the simple fact that it's always some nonsense. It's always some bullshit. It's always a dick pic. It's always a, when you gonna let me carry you on Apex, gorgeous. Do it look like I need a fucking carry. Do it look like I'm a damsel in distress. I win my threes. I don't need you to help me fight or shoot nobody. I, I can do it myself. Thank you very much. And it's like, that's so corny to me. Like, boo, throwing tomatoes, throwing tomatoes because... Y'all, this is what I do for a living, and you know this. So why are you trying to trying to be all corny? Talking about something you you want to carry me? You trying to you trying to shoot your shot? It's corny to me. What I don't I don't really care for all of that. So my DMs have been shut down. Yes, I have it set up to where like certain. So say if Wingstop, shout out to Wingstop, you know what I'm saying? They want to reach out to me about a about a deal or a partnership. Their DM is going to go through because it's Wingstop. It's a verified account on you know, Twitter or Instagram. Um, so I have it set up to where so, so I won't even see certain DMs. But like, I'll have viewers from my chat, like one viewer in particular, like literally, it was one, not even one, it was a couple. But they commented on like old pictures, like good, good morning, gorgeous, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you have a good day. Like, <laughs> what, like, what if I secretly got a man, y'all, and I just don't ever post him or talk about him? This could be a scam. I could be scamming y'all for all you know. Like, why are you concerned? Just watch. You should be here for the content. And that's what I'm, I, I can't, I can't stress this enough. But you're here for the content, not my vagina, not, a, you know, a romantic relationship or anything. It's called the content. Support the content and be genuine. That's right. all I ask. 
Exactly. Right? I agree with that 1000%. I've had it from both ways where yes. you know, it could be something as little as I've got friends coming through, somebody raids me, somebody in the chat comes through for the first time and like, oh, this guy's pretty, um, pretty attractive. I'll, you know, it's easy for me to be like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And keep it moving because I'm not really stuck on that at all. But at the same time, I've had people who have taken interest in me and I've had to be like, hey, you know, I'm not really looking for that. You know, if you want to be cool, you know, we can go grab a drink and, and talk shit. That's that's fine. But I'm not really trying to start anything up. And you would be surprised how many women get are upset not about to that. Hear that. Yeah. Like, at all. And, they, and it um, becomes a stalker situation beyond that. Like mm-hmm, I've had somebody from my personal life come to stream because they thought it was going to endear them to me. It did. You know, I do appreciate the support, but where one week it'll be, I'm trying to figure out how I can support more. And then the very next week it'd be, oh, you look so good. I, you know, I'm trying to holler and like, well, actually I'm talking to somebody and then you won't hear from them ever again. And it's like, mm, hey, you know, speak on it. that, that fuck with me because are you here for my content? Are you here for the other C word that I'm not trying to give to you? Like, cause there's one you're going to get, there's one you're not going to get. And if it's, if you're after the latter, and that's the only thing you want and you're gone, well, I, it really just keeps me a little bit more guarded with random new people coming in because if that's what your goal is, I need to dis- be able to discern that a lot quicker than you know somebody just hanging around or being around hoping to, to luck up on some something. And I, I get it. I'm a guy and I've been out here in these streets, but bro, I value myself a little bit more than just be like, oh, I'm going to fall in love with you on the internet and come break you off just because you LOL'd and subscribed to my my. Twitch for two fifty. I don't even get the whole five four uh, five dollars. Two fifty. I'm gonna give you some dick for two fifty. Come on, bro. I got a little bit more self value than that. Uh, like I don't know. See, uh, I'm glad you said it because I, I y'all know me. I try to be a little bit more cautious with my words when it comes to these topics on certain things. But my man broke it down completely right. And the and the thing that boggles my mind is when you start seeing certain changes in chat and on the channel just like change. First we were friendly. First you came in, we were kicking it. Then randomly there'll be those days when you want to come and drop in drop five, ten, fifteen subs at a time, talking about I just want people to see how awesome of a content creator you are, this, that, and the third. Then boom, find out your content creator is in a relationship and never hear from him again. It's like what? What was the point? What was the point of this? I thought we were just kicking it. I thought this was a broadcaster viewer relationship. I didn't even realize we were trying to be in a full blown long distance over the internet relationship. Like, what do you want me to do? You want me to sit down in front of Discord or Skype and, you know, we have a romantic candlelit dinner via webcam? What do you want from this? Yeah. So to see the sub counts drop, the gifted subs and all this stuff not occur anymore, just because you find out your favorite you know, streamer is in a relationship, it's kind of crazy to me. People will really pull their support and pull the rug under from underneath you when they find out that you have a life outside of them and outside of what you do when you go live. When they can't get that untethered or unfettered access to you, they want to see every part of your day. They want to be involved. And I know the difference between somebody being genuine and somebody being play play. I I was literally in the streamers chat last night talking about my weekend and they're like trips. I don't want to hear what you got going on with your girl. I, when you in here, you, my boyfriend and we can LOL and laugh it off. But there are people who really feel like that. And I would just advise that everybody use their discernment. True. You know what we also got to talk about at some point, we got to talk about, you know, the other, the other side of this coin though, 
How do y'all feel about when it comes to once you're in a relationship? Have you ever experienced a possessive boyfriend or girlfriend that comes into your chat? Because I've I don't deal with that. possessive people at all. Personally, I've had one experience with that, and it turned me all the way off from even letting people know that I stream or I do what I do. If they take an interest in it, sure. But I had one bad experience. I'm just like, mm, I don't even mention that I stream or do any of this stuff unless they are generally interested and I can feel them out. But go ahead and speak on it. I'm sorry. So, no, you're fine. You're perfectly fine. Um, Like Tripp says, I try not to deal with um, possessive people. But you, it's kind of hard to because people, once again, is they got multiple sides to them mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. faces. So somebody could, you know, you could meet them for the first time or hang out with them for a couple of months and then, you know, they don't seem possessive. But then as soon as that whole relationship status gets, you know, <laughs> gets said and, you know, tweeted out and Facebook, it becomes a whole different switch, like something someone else flips on. Since I've been streaming, I've only been in one like long relationship. Yes, I was, you know, talking to whoever and wherever at the band, but I was only in one full real relationship. He wasn't possessive about it or anything like that. We did have a few like arguments of me playing the video game. Like if I came in town to visit or if he came in town, to I don't watch football. I don't watch sports. And that's his thing. It's always been his, his thing since high school. I This is somebody I was dating. Uh, I knew in high school, but then we wind up as when we got older, surpassed our 25s and shit, we started dating. But he always knew I play video games. So this ain't, you know, this wasn't nothing new to him. It wasn't a surprise and a shock to him that we that I started to pursue a career in streaming and video gaming. He he was like, oh, yeah, he's like, I kind of figured that he's like, you was always good. So that didn't surprise me. He was very supportive of it. A few things that happened in my career, you know, I took his advice and we, you know, brainstormed and some things happened because of him. He wasn't possessive. He didn't come in the chat all crazy, like, don't be talking to my girl. Like, he never interfered, never did anything. There was an instance that happened when I was on Twitch that did involve him and he had to get involved. That was when um, he was being threatened, my daughter, um, my mother, but she was deceased. Yes. People are crazy. People are crazy. I was was, um, a victim and I was targeted um, my whole first year on Twitch as a partner. He was being threatened. My daughter, which she's a baby, she's seven at the time. She, you know, was being threatened. My mother, but she was deceased. So when that situation popped off, he got involved because he was being threatened. It's kind of unfortunate that I can't have a love life for real, for real, because people are really disgusting. And it's like the social norms for a streamer being in a relationship versus like a YouTube couple it's completely, it's not, it's, there's no difference. These YouTube couples not even being interactive with their communities for real, for real. They're posting couple shit, like what they do, go on dates, what vacations they go on. So I think it's kind of weird that in the YouTube community and the Instagram community that this is uplifted, love and being together and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And they're being supported. But then when a content creator, a streamer, a gamer is in a relationship, it's a, oh, I'm about to take my money back. That doesn't even make any sense. But I'm pretty sure every everyone follows some type of YouTube couple, couple power couple, couple, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they may not, they may not even like label themselves. Fuck it, Jay Z and Beyonce is a power couple. Yeah. You follow, you follow some type of couple somewhere that gives you hope for love life, and you support them. You do. We all do. 
So at the end of the day, I just think it's weird that it's praised on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. But then soon a streamer and a gamer gets in a relationship, all hell break loose. Y'all take all your money back. You try to reverse the charges. You try to claim fraud on this shit. It doesn't even make sense. It, be genuine about it. You should be you should be uplifting them because love is hard to come by now. Patience is hard to come by now. Mm-hmm. Being being a real person is hard to come by now. Yeah. So if somebody finds somebody that makes them happy and you witnessing that shit, it might rub up rub off on your ass. Nah, you should they be happy. Bro. Speak on it. <laughs> they selfish. You should be happy about it. And I think it's crazy that you know. And I apologize. Well, I don't speak to my ex anymore. <laughs> but uh, you know, I did apologize at the time for pretty much bringing him into the shit, and I felt bad because. That's not what he signed up for. That's not what my daughter signed up for, first and foremost. My my baby, Mia, was four at the time. That's Five. crazy. And What's even ha- crazy is people trying to threaten you through your mother, and your mother is deceased. Your mother she was, has... She was deceased. She was passed away in 2018 from pancreatic cancer. Yeah, and it's like... The audacity of people. Yeah, so it see, was that's like... that's why people need to get touched. And, 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 and I'm, see, I'm, this is not... I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because nah, nah. there's only so much of that polite shit I have to be, to be able to do. On, on the real, I need hackers and shooters on the team. Like, if I ever get <laughs> money, if I ever become like a celebrity, I'm going to have a hacker on the team and I'm going to have a shooter on the team when because I, I don't want to lose my money. But I want, like, the people talking all this mess... I don't even want to physically harm you. I just want to show up at your door and I want you to, I want to give you the opportunity to say that to me face to face. And then we can see, you know, if you really about that or, you know, if you can back up all the stuff you're talking, because bro, I promise I'll choke the ever loving life out of somebody referencing my mother, bro. And in your situation, Ms. Funzai's, Two hands, two hands around somebody's neck. Like, there's no need to bring any of that. And, and for what? I, I'm, whew, okay. Um, yeah, it I, just gets I to a really... point where it's just like, I don't understand what these people want from you. They don't, what yeah. they want from a creator other than I want your attention only I on me. And I'm no not giving else. my attention to anybody. And I always, you know, disclaim that. I tell people I'm not here to stream for you personally. I'm here to play whatever game I want to play and whatever's on your screen, you're either going to enjoy it or get the fuck out. I'm not changing the game because you want me to play some something else. Tell I'm them. not catering to your needs. This is this, this is says, It says Miss Fun Size is live playing XYZ. If you fuck with it, come on down. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then I see your raggedy ass another day or I may not see you. It right. doesn't matter to me. But at the end of the day, I didn't get into content creating to please every single person's needs. This is about me. Snaps. This is, this is about me. This is about me playing the games that I love. This is about me represent representing all of black women gamers, out there, all the parent gamers out there. Motherfuckers from Chicago. Hello, low and crazy. Like this is this is not about you individually. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's about me. It's so about creating want- a space where you can feel safe and you can be happy in, in your choices. That's what's that's. That's the main thing. Unless you can like, rock with it or not. Yes. And that shit is being stripped for me. Like, I tell I, you know how, like, I get knots in my stomach sometimes by going live because I know it's going to be some creep ass motherfuckers coming in there just with that energy. And mm-hmm. I don't, I, it's like, damn, I still feel like when I'm walking in the grocery store and it's a dude in the parking lot trying to holler at me. You know how nervous I get as a, as I'm five, one and a half. 113 pounds. It's not It's not hard to fight me. It's not hard to kidnap me. It's not hard to... So I'm automatically nervous. 
And that's kind of how I feel when I stream from time to time. Because people don't respect boundaries and they think I'm playing because I'm like, I'm playing the game. Like, no, what I said is what I said. I shouldn't feel uncomfortable in a space that I've created and built on for years. Mm-hmm. For years. I've dead mm-hmm. for for and my daughter, like my daughter has content out there that like for years that we've created. And it's just like, why can't y'all just be supportive of that? The message, what I'm representing, what I'm trying to accomplish. You trying to have your own hidden agenda in my journey. And that's not how this goes. That's not how this goes. So I'm still going to continue to stand on my ground. I don't care if people feel like I come off as a hard ass. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. You will be fine. Once again, this is not about you. This is not about you. People love a, a, a strong black woman until it's time for me to be that. This so it's right. time for me to be there. Y'all love it, though, because that's, you know, Michelle, strong black woman. But when I'm saying it, I'm a bitch. I got an attitude. Oh, you're angry. I'm angry. I'm not angry. I just said what I said. I'm establishing boundaries, rules. Please respect that. Right. Exactly. And that's all it is. You don't dis. I feel some type of way. I feel disrespected. Just don't do that. But it's just like in the in this in this industry, it's just no one cares about that. And they feel like they could just do and say whatever, because once again, this is the Internet. And yes, I know. This is what they do on the internet, but I don't have to put up with that. Everybody be so, well, you got to deal with it or just brush it off. I don't have to do anything. No. Nah. Yeah. I don't. I, I can really speak on how I feel. And there are ways that we can continue to t- tackle these types of issues. No one should feel uncomfortable when they go live. And especially if you don't create a space that, 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 that invites that be. attention. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Fucking yes. That's exactly what it is. Now, if you inviting that shit in, then that's on you. You should probably kind of close the door before it breaks off the hinges. But I've never in my life created the type of space where, ooh, come come subscribe to me for $5.99, daddy. I ain't never created that type of space ever in my life. So you know the type of person that you see, like you, you can see it. You know the character, you know the content, you can see it. It's all right there. But a lot of y'all be trying to Twist that and bend the rules. I'm finna cross the boundary a little bit and see where she go with it. You finna get blocked and banned and reported is what you're about to do. Don't cross the boundaries with me. Like, I'm I'm chilling. I'm playing the game. Just respect that. Respect but, exactly at the end of the day. No, it can't be respected. Well said. I, I mean, everything that has been thrown about this whole entire subject is very valid. And once again, Miss Fun Sauce... Me and Trips, and I'm, well, I'm speaking for Trips because I'm pretty sure he would want to as well. We would be honored to do the Twitter space from the male perspective on this subject and whatever else. But it really, there's no leeway in this. If you don't, if we're not in creating an environment that invites that kind of attention, don't bring that attention to us. And if we do give, decide to give you a glance or peek into our personal lives outside of stream, that's our choice. But don't don't take an inch and then run ten miles with it. Mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. It's it's completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Nobody because signs up for that. Exactly, and it's like you know I always use Beyonce as a reference <laughs> because it just makes sense. Like so, I have this rule that. Um, I play with my supporters, subscribers. I've been doing this since um, I was partnered on Mixer. I did it when I was partnered on Twitch and I'm on Facebook gaming now and I'm still continuing my tradition. A lot of men be trying to shoot their shot by playing the game and they be like, oh yeah, I'm a sub to play and then try to shoot my shot then. I'd be like, bruh, <laughs> what the fuck did I just say? Like, did you not hear what I said when I said that 
just because you sub, that don't mean anything. Like you was talking to them. You wasn't talking to me. I was, I'm a sub. You wasn't talking. But it's like no, like a lot of a lot of men. I'm sorry, I'm saying men, women. A lot of viewers just feel in, uh, entitled. Mm-hmm. It's the entitlement. Mm-hmm. And as a creator, make those boundaries because you're gonna find yourself in predicaments. I don't like predicaments. I don't. <laughs> I don't like situations. I don't like. Things to, you know, pop up. Uh-uh. I don't like entanglements. I don't, none of it. Because then it starts to tarnish your brand, your content, your name. No, oh, that's that's the drama community. Everybody got, we we all know some communities that are just nothing but drama. Mm-hmm. We know, we know them. They exist. And you just don't want to be associated with that type of nonsense. You don't. Well said. Well said. Couldn't put it any better. And we've got a lot more to discuss on this topic, not only from the men's perspective, but a couple other uh, routes we need to talk about when it comes to whole streamer viewer dynamic interaction. And most importantly, what you said, trips, the housekeeping, the etiquette. That's a topic I feel has to be reiterated every six months because some people really just don't get the message. It's like you try to teach it and history just keeps repeating. Is anybody learning? But we're going to see. On that note, though, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Disconnect podcast. As always, it's been a pleasure to have you both sit down and just discuss these topics because these are things that people have on their minds. They're afraid to say. And if you're afraid to say it, then we'll say it for you and we'll go in great depths because it's kind of unfiltered here and we enjoy what we do. But before we head on out, like we always do, we want to let the people know where they can find each and every single one of us individually and as well as a collective. So, Miss Fun Size, for the people out there listening, where can they find you on the internet? Break it down for them. So I am streaming six days a week on fb.gg slash Miss Fun Size. Okay. I'm on Twitter as well and Instagramming YouTube as Miss Fun Miss Fun Size everywhere. TikTok, you'll find me. Um, I'm a variety content creator. Like I said, I'm a mother, uh, repping Southside, newly Texas resident. It's definitely been a pleasure, y'all. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Captain Trips, go ahead and break it down for the people. Where can they find you and all of your content? I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram as Captain Trips, C A P N T R I P P Z. All right. Thank you so much, Trips. And last, but I guess not least, uh, for the people who want to find me, my name is Simply Marv. You can find me across Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I got to set up Facebook, Miss Fun Size. I'm going to need your assistance with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Twitch as well, too, at Simply Marv, S I I M P L Y M A R V, because it's simple. <laughs> that pun is still going to be carried over. That's it for us, everybody. Once again, you have been listening to the Disconnect Podcast, your bi monthly source for streaming, gaming, and society headlines. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Red Circle, and any other platforms where you may enjoy your podcast content on the go. Until next time, we will see you. It's been a pleasure. Later, everybody. Bye.